Hello to all our listeners. Welcome to today's MedShield Movement Connect episode. Today, we're sitting down with Protea all-rounder Andile Pechukwayo to chat about his journey and his road to becoming one of South Africa's rising stars. Get ready to know what you don't know about being body brilliant. This is the MedShield Movement Connect show where we connect the dots between fitness, health, wellness, nutrition, and of course you. Hosted by me, Dr. Fezim Kize, and a special guest that we have every month, sharing knowledge, insights, and groundbreaking tips on how to get fitter, be stronger, and live healthier. Turn up the volume and listen close. Today you amplify. It's the MedShield Movement Connect show. Let's go. Andile, thank you so much for joining us today on MedShield Movement Connect, brother. Thank you so much. Eh? Thank you so much for having me. I mean, I feel like it's been such an interesting time because we are in unorthodox time, uh, lockdown and everything else with the pandemic that's been going on. How has it been treating you? For me, it's been quite an interesting um, like phase in my life. I think, uh, first of all, I've never been in a situation like this where I've been able to be at home for this long um it's been uh it's been a positive thing and a negative thing at the same time um i haven't had the opportunity to be with family obviously being afraid of having a mom that's quite old and uh can't really be close to her unless uh you know you don't have covid but i think just being on the safety precautions and staying away from her um there's a lot of things that i, I had time to think about my career um how far i've come um things that i need to work on um where i want to go uh, often on the field um how i want to how i want things to actually develop in my life and how uh, obviously i don't have control of that but i just sit in plans um think about the things that i've achieved and uh, things that I've, I've fallen short on and why it happened so and just improve on those things so i think lockdown for me was actually quite a it's a space where it gave me the opportunity to think about those things because during the season there's not much time for that um everything's busy running around uh you're doing a lot of things so it was a good thing for me actually i mean you're talking about the things you've achieved in your life now i was born in 91 i still feel like i'm quite young 29 years old you were born in 96 and you're already a protea and you're an all-rounder which is such an incredible thing to think about because everybody likes to kind of put themselves into a specialized kind of area but you've decided to become good across the board how is that i mean how do you mentally become that holistic player who's able to step up when the, when the time comes to kind of end things off um in an innings or to be able to also kind of take the ball and decide okay listen this is me i'm going to be the man who knocks off the tail end batsmen who are kind of free out there doing what they need to do i think for me that that uh, that hungerness and that wanting to do so well started in school where i wanted to do all sports and i think as a as a kid you want to do all sports and you want to be good at them and i think slowly but surely that that uh, i wouldn't call it tradition but that um eagerness to try to do well um filtered in my career in terms of all the sports that i did i wanted to be the best at it and i think that's where when i started playing cricket i would wanted to do everything not just field or just bad. I, I love how you're saying this. Like, yeah, oh, I just wanted to be good at all sports. 
two codes of sports you were playing for South Africa, hockey and cricket. So it's not even like this was something that's new to you when it comes to being good across the board. Um, so clearly it was something that was filtering throughout, not just cricket, but just life in general. Yeah. So, yeah, as I said, I just wanted to be um, as, as strong as I can be at any sport that I did or any anything in terms of sports, because I think that was one of my strengths in terms of in school. Not not to say schoolwork wasn't, <laughs> but uh, just uh, didn't focus too much on that. Uh, but I wanted to do, I wanted to be the best I could be in terms of any discipline that I did. And I put pressure on myself to try um, execute whatever I'm doing at the time. And I think that that's what helped me to, to become who I am as an all-rounder, um, specifically with my discipline in terms of if I'm batting, I want to be the best I can be with the bat. If I'm bowling, I want to be the best I can be with the, with the ball. And even on the field, and in terms of all those disciplines, I think I just try to emphasize to make sure that I'm always putting pressure on myself to do well. And uh, obviously, the preparations and uh, the the hard work that you put on put on in, uh, in the off season and behind the scenes is really important for you to actually become that player. So that helped quite a lot. And then obviously, with all that pressure of being an all rounder, it is also quite difficult mentally. Um, that's where you need to try make the difference between batting and bowling and you need to put your batting cap on and put your bowling cap on so that's also something that helped me quite a lot and, and, and the thing in Kazai about you that really kind of stands out we come from a similar place the south coast um, where exactly were you kind of raised in the south coast so on the south coast um, and, uh, I came from Ngotaneni but usually I was um, raised in uh, Margate so Margate, Oslo Beach, pretty much same there. Beach, same. beach vibes, <laughs> surfing. And it's it's a laid back place. People are very open, they're very comfortable. So when you start speaking about the kind of this focus and, and wanting to go out there and being the best and mentally um being able to handle this concept of this athlete who at the age of 12 was able to get kind of the scholarship went and then played two sports at such a high level where do you think that originated from because i know for me coming from those circumstances um i always tell people come from a very kind of humble um but strong background where my mother was a teacher and she was looking after um very extensive immediate family um and extended family as well as my granny who was working as a domestic worker who was probably the smartest person i know just from her ability to speak and just her thought around things that's where my root kind of comes from from doing medicine to media all of those kind of things and for us coming from the same place i just i feel always very interested to know what was your thing i think um i wouldn't say our stories are similar but i would say um our the background and uh, the the environment was quite similar because i also my mom was a domestic worker as well and uh it's uh it's it came, I came from a family that was that couldn't financially support me and I was lucky enough to have someone to help me uh, financially with schoolwork and that was the person that my mom worked for so in terms of that I was I was really fortunate I think where that come from is that my mom really put a lot of emphasis on me um, going to school making sure that she's doing everything in her power to get me uh, an education and to get me doing what I love and uh, to see me happy and in terms of that that's that's where, where my mindset changed in terms of saying actually 
I need to also play my part and do something to change this environment and to change where I come from. And what I, my mindset all of a sudden changed as I grew up and it was to say, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to grow up in a, in a place where um, all my cousins are, are dealing drugs, um, they stealing, they, uh, these killings around them. And I was like, um, the best way I can get myself out of this environment is to, to actually go, get an education in which I was lucky enough I could and to enhance that by um, playing sports. And that, that type of stuff got me out of those things and my, my whole mindset of not thinking about going back to that environment. So And then I also went to boarding school and I lived with my mom where she worked. So that helped quite a lot. And um, as you say, um, your environment also doesn't mean... It's, it's, to, to hold you back from what you want to do. So you, you, I used that in my environment and where I came, where I came from as a, a motivation and something that I can use to, to lift me when I'm, I'm a bit down or to just remind me why I started and why I'm doing this. And uh, every day that's, that's, what, that, that's what helped me, especially when I was in high school and I had a little bit of um, academic problems. Not academic problems, but I wasn't... Uh, getting the marks that I really wanted and uh, so I just I got people to help me and uh, I got uh, that's when I also put in a little bit more hours in terms of my schooling and uh, that's where everything changed for me and uh, I was fortunate enough to get opportunities to play KZD in schools and uh, just uh, deal my trades in school and then after that I got a, a, I was lucky enough to play for the Dolphins and uh, play for South Africa yeah it's just listening to you, it, it's so funny because yours is expressed um, on, on the field, on the pitch and everything that you do. And, and I try to also try exemplify the things that you're talking about and that drive to want to not just better yourself, but everybody you grew up with. Um, it's just such an interesting thing mentally. Um, because I can also think back, medical school, having to try to get money to be able to get through that because we just weren't able to afford it and then propelling that further and further. Um, but it's always so important um, when we're talking about that mental wellness and especially in your case because you've done so much in such a short period of time and your career is literally just skyrocketing and you've adapted and become the player that you've become where people hand you the ball when when it's clutch time i mean mentally how do you keep yourself that sharp so mentally i think i try to keep myself um away from things that are, are going to to put pressure on me personally and by that i i have a good supportive system that allows me that helps me in terms of not thinking about the things that could uh, impact me mentally and uh, they deal with those things that are quite important i think um, if I had to have everything on me by myself, it, it would be uh, it would be mind blowing because on the field, um, I'd be thinking about everything else that's happening behind behind me and uh, not not what's happening in front of me and what's present at the moment. So and then in terms of performing at that level and uh, at 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 uh, such a pressure situation, I I just try to clear everything out and uh, focus on what's happening at the time and not try focus on what the results is going to be but focus on what i can do to actually implement whatever's happening at the time so mentally that's where i try to keep my space and I, I don't try also think about um what the media is going to say after the game um who's watching uh and that's tough it is a tough thing actually because after the game then all of a sudden you're on your phone you're busy <sighs> like oh he failed again and then all of a sudden oh he did well 
So and you're a person, try, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, I, that's how I try to help myself to 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 clear those thoughts out. It's just to worry about what's happening right now, and that's the only thing I can control. And if I can control that, I give myself the best opportunity to perform. These these are words from a guy who was born in '96. I feel like these are things I only recently learned to kind of really fortify in my mind. But I I always like to ask this just because. I know so many different sportsmen and, and people talk about diet and, and sometimes people re- feel really bad and they're like, oh, but I mean, elite sportsmen, they never cheat days, uh, never a thing. Um, they, they perform at an elite level. They, their nutrition's always intact. How's your nutrition been during lockdown? Like, how is it? Are you kale salads with uh, steamed broccoli and steamed bread? So I stay with a mate of mine. Um, so it, it, it's been quite interesting. When we started lockdown, we were... We were on the cooking speed, learning how to cook. Uh, so, but <laughs> all those things, chocolate cake, baking. So we were trying to be very diverse in terms of that. So they didn't really start a, a, like a um, nutrition type place where my diet is really strict at the time. Um, but then a few months into it, then I was like, you know what? I need to get onto my bike here yeah. and I need to start eating better because obviously the season's starting to so kick in quite soon. And then... Um, I started being really strict on my on my diet because I also wanted to uh, lose weight and trim a little bit in terms of my physique. Um, I wasn't quite happy and I thought it was just letting me down in terms of my performances a little bit. So it, it is something that I'm working on. Obviously, I'm not as great as you. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, just stop, stop it, stop. <laughs> no, but I think it's it's such an admirable thing. And for me, it's, it's, it's almost part of being a young athlete working in the realm that you're working because social media is a big part of what we do today. Um, and it affects your mental well-being. It affects how you feel about how you may necessarily look. Now, listen, I did go through your social media. You're looking good with the threads, you know, looking good, looking shot. But for you, do you think that that impacts you, I mean, on the field, at home, um, when it comes to what you think about your body? Because it's always easy to see if you're doing well, if you're performing, um, how the ball moves, pace, how you're actually kind of hitting the ball. It's always good to kind of see that. But at the same time, there's sometimes uh, an iffy point where it's like, am I supposed to be ripped at like 5% body fat as well so I can take photos on social media because I am an athlete? And yeah. So how have you handled that kind of pressure um i think i'm still trying to figure out things or ways to understand that dynamic also um i think it's not something i can perfect now because i'd be trying to play um i'd be trying to wear two caps at the same time and i can only wear one but if i'm wearing one cap with the understanding of both of those things i think then i could be better um i think in terms of uh, in social media and what uh, people perceive um i think it is quite a tricky one, but um, and then the person who you want to be and and off the field is also a dynamic which is quite uh, hard to to stem and to understand at the same time because are you pleasing are you pleasing yourself or are you pleasing people and I think um, you need to find a way to get those two together and um, and understand this is the way you want to to take it take forward um, for me I. I enjoy my Instagram and my social media, so I would do. And he's I, verified. You, you are verified. Let's, <laughs> no, no, that's just my luck. That's he's just a, my luck. He's 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 got clout. He's got <laughs> that's clout. just my luck. Um, I enjoy my lifestyle as well, so I enjoy 
um, dressing well, as I can see, dress well, like style, um, very diverse in terms of style as well, so I can wear anything uh, as long as it suits my body type. So I need to get to that body type. That's why, as you say, Hawaiian nutrition and working out is so important. Um, so that's for me, that's why I'm trying to also get a bit leaner um, so that my social media page and my um, Instagram is Can popping. be lit. <laughs> Can be lit. No, I and... I feel like when I started really delving into you, I was feeling inspired. You may be younger than me by a couple of years, but I really feel like we had such Actually, similar... Actually, you inspired me, by the way, but... I hope everybody heard you, that. <laughs> I'm, I'm inspirational. <laughs> but it, it's just so ironic because even with my gran, I remember watching, this is like my first kind of images of cricket and, and cricketers and these larger-than-life personalities. And... The person for me who was always like I knew when my granny was like Zulu, Lance Lance Cruz is coming in. He's yeah. about to clinch this game. Yeah, that's kind of the role for me that you have kind of stepped into. And I know that he's one of your your icons, the yes. people you've looked up to. Um, how does that feel in terms of being able to know that you you're stepping into this role of somebody who is otherwise going to clinch a game and this is the person you've always looked that kind of a batsman that kind yeah. of an all-round has been the person you've looked up to your entire life so i i was privileged enough when i first be- came into the system um i was coached by him and uh, there's a lot of things that he taught me mm. and the one thing that he did tell me is that even though um as a cricketer we are very similar um you still have to be yourself and you have to be the cricketer you are don't try be me because you can't be me so i think those were those were very um insightful words for me because at the end of the day when i first came onto the scenes it was like the next zulu um zulu looks up to you um he's obviously brought you in and as a player he sees himself in you but um for our personal relationships he just mentioned things that he helped me with a few things but mentally he was like don't get too caught up in thinking you have to be this person sure. which you are not yeah. and uh, I look up to him and he's my, my definitely my icon but as a cricket player I want to obviously do get his achievements and do better but also be my own cricket at the same time mm. so have the responsibility he had but um, be diverse and be uh, versatile to use my, my, my slogging skills and my batting skills and which he had both yeah and uh well that's why he was such a a a great cricketer and a great finisher so i think that's very important for me how he he helped me with that type of stuff mentally yeah and i feel like with that all-rounder title and and for me it harkens back to somebody like um ab who was also had two disciplines that he was really good at Mm. and you are i mean you are as close to an essential all-rounder as we can get because you're able to do both very Mm. very well have you ever thought maybe what if you had taken the path down hockey you know (laughs) Uh, does that ever play back in your mind because i know with a lot of people when it comes to thinking who you could be and potential regrets Mm. does that play very deeply into the world where Wandi Lewenden became an international superstar in hockey? Um, I've had I've had a few thoughts. Yeah. Uh, um, I think hockey scene is about to start as well now yeah. and I've, I'm going to go watch a few games but I've, it has played a few um, a few things in my mind where mm. I'm thinking listen 
mate, what if you took hockey? Where would you be? Mm. Um, I've got friends now that play SA schools, uh, not SA schools, but they play SA men's hockey. Uh, quite a few of them. I mean, that and reverse sweep is clean. <laughs> you play it. I think that's where I've learned it from. Um, and I've just thought about it like, what if you had played hockey? Um, phys- physically, I think I'd probably look in better Nick. Because there's a lot of running hey, the, and hockey. The squatting and the, the, the blitz pace. So definitely physically, I think I'd be in better Nick. But um, that's my, on my own, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But um, it's a sport where I actually really, really enjoyed. Um, out of it, it actually brought more fun to me than cricket. I think cricket has a lot of mental things that can get you thinking about a lot of aspects about the game, about life. Um, um, are you stressed? You've got a lot of highs and lows. Yeah. Where hockey is a lot of it, it, cricket's a it's a team sport, but played as individuals. Yeah. You your decisions by yourself. Which hockey is a team sport, mm. and uh, that's that's where I think it flows quite flows well, quite well yeah. and I, I miss that type of dynamic with the team stuff. But I'm I'm glad I made the decision of cricket. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be where I am right now if I Listen, didn't. Our prospects are looking good for 2023, so I'm glad you decided <laughs> on it as well. But it's always, for me, I, I like to do retrospective kind of lookbacks and, and just points where you think. Because where you are right now, a lot mm. of people see it as the pinnacle, and especially where we come from, the South yeah. Coast. I, I can just remember thinking that all the people you see on TV or the people mm. you see on the billboards are not actually human. Like yeah. they're from another another Celebrity. place. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, when I would see you on TV, I'm never yeah. going to see you in real life. If you had to say something to your younger self, as you are now, and you're on the climb, you're a rising star, everybody's recognizing it, and you are making great strides, what is it you would tell yourself there at nine years old? going through the motions, trying to make sure you can break through? Um, I would tell myself to believe in myself more without having to achieve something first. Mm. Because I think you, we, as, as a person at that time, I was more fixated on something happening first before I could believe it could happen. Mm. And I think now there was something that I was short of in terms of believing in myself and believing I can achieve that. I thought I had to have things before so I need to achieve things before then I could believe that I can actually do this and yet I think that was the wrong mindset for me because believing is something that you need to have like internally and you don't need things to happen for you before you believe in it and that's where I was short and I think that's what I would tell my younger self Sounds like the words I tell myself as well. <laughs> but I don't want you to leave before I put you on the spot because I always like to know from great athletes, especially up and coming athletes, I need you to give me three goats. Greatest of all time athletes. Now, they can athletes. be in cricket, they can be in whatever mean, but I just need you to tell me the three for you that are just the athletes that have inspired you that you think are amazing i think we're also looking at my generations what i watched on tv because yeah. i mean you're, also you're, you're look a young, at maybe you're a young I, man i wasn't um, exposed to tv also you know gary player might not be somebody you know yeah. it's, so it's there's okay a, there's it's a lot okay. of aspects we need to look at yeah we won't, we won't um, roast three, you my three goats i would go michael jordan thank you that's for me i'm, I'm michael, happy jordan. michael jordan um, the goat goat i would go Jock Callis. I had to go Jock Callis. 
John Carlos. This is from an old round. I feel like if you didn't put him in there, there was going to be a problem. I was going to be like, that's definitely a problem. Did he do his research? John Carlos and. Serena Williams. It's a goat. This is a man who knows. You, you put so, in the. She yes. is the goat, though. She is the. That is a very impressive list. To be honest with you, after you said Michael, I was like, you're okay. You're not. You're not a bad guy. You're not a bad guy. But then, what are your three goals? <sighs> okay, if I'm gonna tell you my three, this is a very simple thing for me. Michael Jordan, yes. the greatest athlete to to ever do it. Usain Bolt. Uh, that man has got records that are not going to be broken in my time or my kids' time. And then uh, the third one, <clears throat> I was pretty good in high school. Um, <laughs> like in basketball. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm like the GOAT wow. of all the... But I mean, if you put me on a basketball court, I was, was GOATish. It was, it was GOATish. I was no, I limited like by my school. I was limited by my school, but I think I was the greatest one. No, my brother, thank you so much uh, for, for coming through today. Um, it's, it's really inspiring to hear stories for people that, that we can kind of touch base on. Um, I know growing up, I had very similar stories to you. We've said this before, but just how you've handled what's happened so far and how you're looking forward to me tells me that you're going to be a very strong force for years to come. Um, I know I'm backing you. Uh, because of Michael Jordan. Um, and I think just moving forward, if if we can just keep watching you, we're really going to see something dynamic. So 2023 is looking great and all the years further. Thank you so much, Fizzy, for having me. Yeah, we've connected the dots um, with Midshield Movement Connect. Uh, the show has been absolutely amazing. It's my first one um, with this amazing young man. I think I'm going to go maybe pick up a ball again. I used to be an opening batter, you know, and I had a bit of a medium fast bowler. So It looks like you hit the ball far. Well, so. I, think, I think it's time for me to get back into it. And clearly lockdown hasn't deterred him. Can't wait to see him on the field. Thank you so much, guys. Until the next one. Life. There's nothing like it. So much to do, so much to see, so much to be. But during this time of uncertainty, how do you immerse yourself in its joys and wonders when all signs call for caution? How do you live in the present and gaze upon the future with equal peace of mind? The answer? Metshield Medical Scheme. The affordable health cover that we provide enables all South Africans to live assured knowing that your health and that of your family will be taken care of in times of sickness, injury and need. Our wide network of family practitioners, pharmacies, optometrists, dentists, specialists and hospitals deliver fast and focused medical care when it's needed most. Protecting and saving lives. Healing from the heart to ensure extraordinary patient outcomes every time. So take those adventures. Make memories. Achieve greatness. Relax and enjoy your place in the sun. Your future health is in good hands. Live ashore with MedShield Medical Scheme.